Good morning, good afternoon, good night, good lunch, good breakfast. My name is Hush. His name is Kia. The rock is far from cold. Temperature is relative, but 212 degrees is boiling, and that's what's going on right now in NBA free agency. The pot has spilled over. Free agency starts at 6 p.m. Eastern time on Friday, June 30th. As we record, that's 22 and a half hours from now. You excited? I'm hyped, man. I actually, free agency kind of just snuck up this year. Mm-hmm. I didn't even like realize it was happening. And now all of a sudden, it honestly looks like it's going to be a lot more interesting than we would have guessed maybe a month or two ago. Yeah. Every year, there's at least two players that you don't expect to be available that become available. We spent all year talking about James Harden, like, oh, he's going to go to the Rockets. Or is he just going to stay home? And like now he's on the trade market. So always lead with newest news. Biggest news happens to be the same. So we'll start there. James Harden has reportedly opted in to his $36.5 million player option. I'm sorry, 35.6. With Philadelphia clearing the way for Philadelphia to work with him and find a trade partner. The first two teams that have been listed in possibly trading for James Harden on his one-year expiring deal are the Clippers and the Knicks. Which team should we entertain first? The Clippers seems more uh, real to me. Yeah, it looks like the Clippers is what's going to happen. Though I honestly think the Knicks would be pretty great, but um, looks like the Clippers is what's going down. So, according to all reporting, to get a gauge on what a hardened trade package would be, and Kia didn't like this. Um, the most similar and incredibly recent data that we have on a situation like this is Christoph Porzingis opting into his $36 million player option like six days ago in order. It was, yeah, July, like it was June 23rd. Midnight was the deadline. So almost six days ago. Exactly. And in return, it was him and two first round picks for Marcus smart. And Christoph's is like better than Marcus smart. You can put him on the same plane. Probably. Um, Kristaps, I think, is a year younger, something like that, um, but yeah, more injury prone. Way, I think. Much higher, but like they're about equal. Um, Smart was on a good deal. Kristaps was an expiring, and thirty six is a big figure. So it took him and two first round picks for Boston to give up the fifth pick of the second round and an equal player. So if you go off of that, Harden's thirty four. So the team that trades for him doesn't even know if they want to extend extend him for like three or four years at 40 plus million dollars a year and so with that said i think teams are going to look at it as a rental and so i think that he's going to go for much less than the sticker price of the assists champion all nba level guy ought to go for which is why a team like the clippers he's 34 that is crazy yeah and his birthday's in no, it's, it's August. In August. So he'll be 30, yeah, he'll be 34 by opening day. Yeah. Wow. So the Clippers package, go ahead. The Clippers just make so much sense. So the package is Norman Powell. Um, who else even was it? Marcus Morris and Terrence Mann. Yeah. So Clippers have I mean, picks for the first time since the Paul George deal, which is good. Yeah. I feel like if I'm Philly, I would be a little unhappy with that package. I honestly feel like the Knicks would prop. If I'm the Knicks, I would give up something more than that. 
to get James Harden, but really, yeah, I would give one of the young guys. Yeah, so it would probably I think be one of like Grimes or even Quickly or whoever could yeah. just be enough to outdo the Clippers thing. And what's crazy is they could keep Julius Randle because keep, Harden like is it like thirty five point six? Yeah, so it could be Derek Rose, Eric Fournier, and then guys making minimum minimums in like IQ yeah. top in Grimes. They make more than yeah. Minimums. You get two of those yeah. guys. Oh my god, that's definitely better than what the Clippers are doing. Plus, the Knicks have more picks to offer. Yeah, but then. <laughs> I don't know if the Knicks want to outbid someone for the James Harden, Jalen Brunson backcourt, well, knowing that Harden is probably a rental. And even if he's not a rental, you won't win it in year one while the crazy fit gets together. But like, To be fair, though, it's not like those young guys they have to give up. If they give one or two of them, that won't really hurt them because they have so many like young, mm-hmm. solid players. I feel pretty good about running Harden, Brunson, Barrett, Randall, Robinson, Josh Hart off the bench, and then you whatever young guys you keep. That's yeah. pretty like elite to me, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, spend Especially your with Tibbs on... coaching your defense. Yeah. You can spend your exception on like Dante DiVincenzo, who they've been linked to a ton. They're like his favorite the favorite for him of his suitors right now. Yeah, it's um, supposedly yeah. a certainty that DiVincenzo will be there. Quick Knicks news. I don't know news. if that's actually true. Josh Hart opted into his 12, I want to say $0.9 million player option, and so he'll be back to the Knicks this year, which was a foregone conclusion. He loves being in New York. New York loves him. He like he put it's some wins there. onto their 82-game total after they traded for him from Portland. Um. The Knicks have way more picks than the Clippers. I don't know how much Harden's interests factor into play. Like the Wizards tried to do solid by Kristaps, but they didn't like say, hey, here you go. And James Harden, like, it's honestly a dick move. Like, I know Daryl Morey's his blood brother, but like, if anything, this would sour their relationship. And so I don't think that they're going to weigh his preferences at all. Mm-hmm. I think the Knicks can offer a better package, but I think the Clippers they definitely can. need him more. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I think I would go quote-unquote all-in as New York. But the good thing is it's not actually all-in at all. Yeah. Like, not at all. Worst-case scenario, you're like Harden. Even if they make this trade and Harden, for whatever reason, just never even plays a game for them, they're really in a very similar situation than they are now. I feel like it's kind of only upside. The Knicks? Yeah. Yeah, especially because either way they're going to have the cap space, whether it's off or whether it's off of Harden, and mm-hmm. Julius Randle's deal will tick down. I tweaked yeah. a little bit about the Clippers' assets. I want to make it clear. They have their first rounds available to them 2027 and later. So they have... 2027 swap, 28, 28, and 2030. They now have two first round picks available, more than one for the first time since the Paul George deal. And they got mm-hmm. their 27 and 29 swaps. They've got like no second round picks. Well, I think yeah. that's fine. All of their second round picks, 2024, 5, 6, 7, and 8, are all gone to different teams. <laughs> 
it said, here you go, Lakers. Here you go, Oklahoma City. Here you go, Memphis. Here you go, Atlanta. Here you go, Charlotte. <laughs> I'm sick, dude. Lawrence Frank, Jerry West, Michael Winger. What were you guys doing? All right, let's move quicker. I just What's have next? one more thing. Go ahead. It's really interesting to me that the Knicks, who are the perennial team to land someone, now that they're actually in a position to – honestly, I think they have one of the best packages, like, overall for any player yeah. of any team that's, like, legitimately good. Yeah. Why have they not been at the forefront forefront of Dame, Harden, whoever? I honestly think, like, they're in a better position than almost any of these teams. Their roster construction is just weird. Like, they're led by a small offense-only guard, and mm-hmm. then R.J. Barrett is, like, timeline still in flux. Yeah. And then Randall is like an only good for them situation. Like he's like a system player. Like I don't think any team yeah, values Randall as even an all-star, let alone but a exactly. NBA player. But that's what makes it work even better for them. Because the guys that other teams will value yeah. are the ones that aren't. They can keep their stars. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I, I don't agree. really understand. But Leon but... Rose is just putting on a master class in team patience building. Yeah, he kind of is, honestly. Until they never make it out of the second round, and we're like, "Wow, they just wasted all of those." Yeah, they. I think they need to make the one chips. big swing soon. I do, and but I, I don't think, think it's James Harden's expiring contract. Yeah, I don't think it necessarily has to be Harden, but if I were them, I would go for it. And I, I would go for Dame if he played a different position. Yeah. All right, let's get to next. Um, let's do some bullet points. I think before we talk about another big thing, okay. cover more ground quicker. Um, the Suns did not extend a qualifying offer to Darius Baisley, my favorite player in the league. So he'll be an unrestricted free agent. The Timberwolves did not extend a qualifying offer to Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who was amazing for them post-trade deadline. He came over with Mike Conley from – is that right? Yeah, from Utah. Yeah, he came over with Mike Conley from Utah in the D'Angelo Russell trade. I was like, D'Lo didn't go to the Jazz because the Lakers were looped in there as well. And that got yeah. Malik Beasley into. And he was honestly great for them. Nikhil. He was great for them. He showed some shop creation, which was like the only thing that he had. And then he showed some really good point of attack defense. defense. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of that might be like expiring rookie deal, extra effort. Like now that you maybe know you can do it. I yeah, really like both of those guys. I think so too. For winners. I think like they're the same draft class. That's why their uh, qualifying offers came up at the same time. So they're finally at the age where they can compete, like roughly the 23-year-old wing. Um, Darius Baisley is younger than that. He was one of the youngest players in his draft class. He's like a way above average rebounder, um, super slim, strong, really quality wing defender that I was blown away. Um, Phoenix didn't get him playoff minutes when they were playing like the absolute scourge of the earth because they just had no bodies. And I'm further blown away that them without bodies didn't want to keep him in their building. And he's a career poor three-point shooter, but on tiny attempts, he shot 38% this year. I don't think he's a shooter, but like if you're just sitting in the gym all day not playing, like you can get your jumper up, right? Yeah. Okay, um, Dylan Windler, unrestricted free agent, did not get his qualifying offer. That's not news. He might be out of the league. like nah. Miles yeah. Bridges, PJ Washington, and Tail Maladon, all of the Charlotte Hornets, all received their qualifying offers, meaning Bridges, Washington, and Maladon will all be restricted free agents. I thought Bridges got that big contract extension before everything uh, happened. If um, we can put it like that. My understanding, I'm going to look it up, is 
that like he basically got suspended and it deferred it. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, that's, right? if he got his qualifying offer, then yes, yeah, yeah. like that must have happened. Yeah, he's not even listed on the payroll for the 22-23 Hornets. So, because he's a draft class older than those guys. He didn't get them. Yeah. Sean didn't get all three of them. Um, yeah, they didn't draft Maladon. So, Bridges, very weird. He's worth talking about, although there's almost no news on him because who knows what's going to happen. And then mm-hmm. when free agency opens at 6.01 p.m., he's going to have like a four-year, $200 million offer from no. some team we didn't even think of. That would be because that's how that's how this stuff goes. Um, yeah, it won't be the magic like a quiet team like the magic. We'll just be like, yeah, like we did the background search, it's fine. Um, the only team with actual reported interest besides the Hornets, who I think do enjoy him, is the Cleveland Cavaliers, which wow makes makes sense on about that, makes sense on every single level. He's friends with Darius Garland, I don't know why. Um, like I'm sure they played AAU or something together. He didn't go to Vanderbilt like DG did. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But, like, that would be literally perfect. The problem is that the Cavs have no money. And who knows what a Miles Bridges sign-in trade would yield, even if he did get a four-year reasonable salary commitment, like, to raise his trade value as much as possible. Sign-in trade value is tricky. Um, so there's not much to talk about with him, other than, like, he was a sub-all-star and a very, very good player. And who knows? Yeah. And you could like some slot players, him in most places as an offensive yeah. forward. Like some players will miss a year with an ACL and then they'll come back and have the best season of their career. Like he missed a season fully healthy, but for all we know, he could come back and be like a 14, five and two guy. Yeah. He was a like sound, like actual 27 and four on 49% shooting, good defense, electric, got to the line over four times a game in 21-22 as a 23-year-old. He didn't win most improved player, which surprised me because freaking John Morant won it. That's the most bogus. <laughs> John Morant, most improved player, is the worst um, major award choice of all time. It's worse than, like, any random depoy, even, like, the LeBron snubs and Marcus Smart. Because what the hell is that? Yeah, you're not a um, fan of the uh, good players getting most improved, but that's okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Miles Bridge. I feel like he'll end up back in Charlotte, but yeah, I think so too. Crazy. I think he's going to get a bag. Off-court things aside, I would actually love him in Cleveland. But, yeah. No, wow. he sadly was one of my favorite players in the league. Like, he's a beast. He does everything right. He's left-handed, which is cool. Um, but yeah. I don't want to be on wax saying too much praise on his name. Um. Yeah. Sam Amico reported that Darius Garland could be available for trade. There's been little other thing besides the one report. I just really report. doubt that. Like, I, I really doubt it, too. Doubt that. I mean, him and D-Mitch are both 6-1 and didn't yeah. go great in these playoffs. But, like, D-Mitch was an MVP candidate for the first month of the season. I think there's no – like, Evan Mobley's in his second season. Jared Allen's made an all-star game. I really think the Cavs are just going to be like, let's work on the three spot and run everything else back, which is what they should do. Yeah, that's exactly what I would do. Yeah. Work on the forwards, work on the wings, mm-hmm. add another dynamic to the team and just keep trying that until it works because it's in the core. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, I'd be quicker to break up the front court than it would the back court. Either way. I agree. I wanted so. them. I don't know if I wanted it for the Wizards as a Wizards fan. 
But moving oh, off Chris of Jared Stop. Allen for Christoph Porzingis, perfect. Genuinely. Yeah. Like, think about what that does for Evan Mobley on both ends. Yeah. Like, especially the offensive end where he, like, can't hit a 14-footer, but he knows how to pass and he, like, can dribble without touching his foot sometimes. Yeah. Like, that's perfect for Chris Dobbs, an awesome spacer. Like, they both rim protect. Whew. Like, Chris Dobbs, I don't know if he's better on the perimeter than Jared Allen. He's probably a worse defender than Jared Allen. Yeah, he but is. a slightly Definitely. better rim protector, and Evan Mobley is like six nine, but he'll be the best defender in the league, so he won't be any holes in his game. But just that Evan spacing, Mobley's taller than six nine, I don't think so. He's I got like he's a seven four wingspan, like though. a real naturally ish. He's no. listed at six eleven. Really? Yeah. Will blow me away. He just feels small, yeah. I guess. Cause he's yeah, because he's so swift, and he's skinny. Yeah, he's swift, crazy feet wingspan um yeah, it's like the ad thing yep the cavaliers are reported to really like george niang and royce o'neill royce o'neill's under contract so they'd have to trade for him both of those would be good to kind of yeah. plug in the hole a little bit but obviously neither are like a huge long-term fix they need someone who can actually like bury shots like Kispert, but yeah like royce o'neill can bury shots shy of like an absolute pure sharpshooter, like a Bertans, but like play real, real defense. And in Brooklyn with a little bit more of a role, he passed it a tiny bit. Brooklyn sent a first for him to Utah. Um, and so they probably value him fairly high. They want to get a real pick for him, but him and DFS are both on the market. DFS has not really had any reported shooter suitors. Um, that's Dorian Finney Smith, not Daily Fantasy Sports. The Cavs also have been considering keeping Karis Levert in their building at a figure of 15 to 18 million. I would cut bait with that experiment. I don't think he's the answer. He's a cool sixth man, mm-hmm. but I think that their sixth man kind of needs to be a guard because they really need a high quality guard. That's just a different look than six foot one, all offense, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're like a shake Milton sixth man team. Yeah. Agree completely. Um, They're like a Bruce Brown team if they can get him, but maybe yeah. not because you might yeah. want Bruce Brown, Mobley, and Allen would be difficult on offense in yeah. some ways. But, but Bruce they're Brown Bruce Brown off the bench team. Small sample size, Bruce Brown's shown that he can be a shooter, but I think I trust yeah. him more as like a undersized, rebounds over his size, and can dribble and pass. Um, yeah. Bruce it's, Brown it's and more with an offensive big like Nikola Jokic. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Brown and Shake Milton both bring us to America's favorite franchise, the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers. Um, I think they keep D'Lo. I think they keep Austin Reeves. Um, I feel more certain about Reeves. I don't want to talk about him really at all, um, except for to say a team like the Pacers, um, Rockets, or Spurs could just throw a ton of money at him. The Kings mm-hmm. have a lot of money. I don't think they'll do it. Um, here, quick interjection, teams with the most cap space. You ready? Yep. Houston Rockets have the most with $61 million. The Spurs have the second most with $39 million. The Sacramento Kings have $35 million. The Indiana Pacers have $30 million. The Utah Jazz have $28 million. The Detroit Pistons have $26 million. The Orlando Magic have $24 million. The Oklahoma City Thunder have $17 million. Things are still fluid. People are... Um, accepting a declining options, qualifying offers, bird rights, all that fun stuff. Exceptions have to be defined. 
But those are the eight teams with space. Again, in order, Rockets, Spurs, Kings, Pacers, Jazz, Pistons, Magic, Thunder. Rockets, Spurs, Kings, Pacers, Jazz, Pistons, Magic, Thunder. The bad teams. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so a team like that could throw the bag at Reeves because he's shown that he can be good while he's like 24, 25. He's only got three years in the league, so he's on a developing timeline still. Um, like All just though. season, but I don't think he leaves the Lakers. I don't want to talk about. Yeah, him very I saw much. a report that said they're the Lakers are like seen around the league as a guarantee to match any offer, even up to the max, which I think was like four years, hundred million or something, something like that. The point yeah. is, what I saw is that they're matching no matter what. So yeah. that's this sad. would be um, a good prompt for me to make a point that I pontificate every year of make life harder on other teams. Yeah, exactly. If I were another team, I'd just give them all the money. Auto Porter, yeah. Yeah. I was talking to my friend about this. When I saw that report of Austin Reeves, Mm -hmm. I was with my friend, and I said, yeah, so it looks like the Lakers are going to get him, and either they'll get him easy or someone will be like the Nets and Auto Porter and make the Mm -hmm. Lakers very sad. The Nets did that for a couple years at the dawn of modern restricted free agency where – Someone who was going to get a lot of money, they'd make sure that they got all the money from the other team. And so they can offer, like, Reeves would be like, all right, 18, that's cool. But then the Rockets are going to come in and say, hey, we'll give you four years at 22 per. And he'll be like, no, I don't want to do that. Have to do it. Now the Lakers have to spend $4 million more million, which really yeah. restricts them towards the apron, makes them spend extra luxury tax money. It's good it's business. It's smart business for every other team. in your conference. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. So we'll see um, if that actually so, happens. If the teams yeah, are I think it might. Enough. Rockets have sixty-one million. No one else has more than thirty-nine. So like they can. And he would be very natural with what yeah. Houston has there. The actual they end up somehow getting him, but yeah. they won't. The actual Lakers news is that they're hiring. Like they're getting Bruce Brown. Um, they have Bruce Brown as a high priority for their full mid-level exception. The mid-level exception this year is about. $12 million and you can offer it for up to four years. The Lakers have the non-taxpayer mid-level exception by virtue of the fact that they've only got like four players signed to contracts. It's LeBron, AD, and mm-hmm. might be three. Um, <laughs> it was four. Maybe Reeves um, deal changed it, but like because of that, yeah, they waived Mobamba today. That is also news. They will not pick up Malik Beasley's $16 million team option. That's also news. Um, Jared Vanderbilt, I don't know if any news has come out about him, but he's been coveted. It is just those three players. I'm always right. Yeah. Um, but so that mid-level exception for Bruce Brown, if you see it, will be 40 years at $12 million with 5% raises after each mm-hmm. year. So the total will be like four years, 53 and a half, 54. No, 5% is more than that. 455, we'll call it. Bruce Brown to the Lakers. Um, if you believe reports, you can lock in that figure. So I've actually I've seen then, two very like sure reports. There's um, Tim McMahon. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. McMahon. Yeah, says that, uh, or he said that he intends to meet with the Mavs. But I saw another report that said the Lakers feel very confident they will get Bruce Brown. I think. It would be smart for him to just stay in Denver, but it looks like from what these reports are saying, it looks pretty likely that the Lakers will get Bruce Brown and keep D'Lo, Reeves, and Rui, which would be pretty amazing. Honestly, that would be like yeah, as good as a guess for them, to be honest. 
pretty much. I mean, you add Jalen Hutchifino and you add Max Lewis in the draft. Max Christie has another year. Like, he was playing garbage time minutes. Like, he has touched the floor in a postseason game in a Western Conference Finals game, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Bruce Brown, go get the bag. Don't let anyone else tell you not to. Yeah. Um, Lakers really want to keep Dennis Schroeder. They're like important on that. And if they don't, they're also prioritizing Shake Milton of the Philadelphia 76ers or Javon Carter, who played 81 games for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, shot it well from deep. Didn't Javon Carter have like a 40 point game? I have no idea. But he I had think a, the big. It might have been like a 35 and 10 game or something. But the Bucks were hurt this year and players were getting usage. Yeah. So I think the main headline is that the Lakers very good. are going to oh, make some good moves. Second main the headline is <laughs> what Kia says. Jake Milton <laughs> is like one of my favorite free agents. He is so good. Like, I think he's going to be like Tyus Jones, where we're just like, wow, this guy That's was what? And then he's so good. Like, he's not going to go be a backup. He's going to go go somewhere like Terry Rozier did, except we knew about Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Shake Milton, I don't know who is eyeing him off top. Should we go to the Sacramento Kings? Have a lot of space. Yeah. They, They're prioritizing they Trey Lyles. Right? The Kings? Yeah, between Jeremy yeah. Grant, Kyle Kuzma. Draymond Green. Um, People are talking yeah, about Draymond I, I Green. Don't, I don't I think don't that's see real. Draymond Green. Yeah, I don't think it's real. I guess it's Chris Middleton. Between all these guys, they have to get one. But honestly, I don't know who, to be honest. All right. Deion Who's some... seems like the easiest? Maybe let's, they're the Miles Bridges team. Let's do that quick hitters thing um, yeah. that I sent you at the start of our notes before the pod. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at, actually. So, James Harden, I think he goes to the Clippers. I think he goes to the Clippers, but I really want the Knicks. Kyrie, I would be blown away. We haven't talked about Kyrie Irving. I don't want to. Um, I, I didn't really don't know intentionally. If he goes to the Suns. I just didn't even think about him. Yeah, yeah I, don't I didn't want think to about him about, either. I, I no think he's getting going the on. max from the Mavericks, and it's that simple. The Mavs have been acting and operating that way. Yeah. They didn't get a guard, man. They got Rich Holmes and Derek Lively and a wing. Like they had three swings, you know, mm-hmm. and none of those guys can dribble the ball at all. So yeah. he was reported to be taking a meeting with the Suns. Like, who cares? Like, Kyrie doesn't even know that the Sun, like, orbits. Fred Van Vliet is reportedly, as each hour goes by, more and more of a lock to go to the Rockets. Two for, years, $42 yeah, two, million a year yeah, on two average. Years, 84 is the max that he can get. The Rockets have, like I said, 61 in space. It's pretty um, insane, but if you think about it, what I learned, because Hush told me right before the podcast, is Houston does not have their pick this year. Oklahoma City and, does. Yeah. And we already learned Houston has the most cap space by a lot. Like, a lot. So, it makes sense for them to get a good vet who's not old. A good player that can kind of stabilize the franchise, help them build mm-hmm. some sort of culture. And then in two years, when they start after paying their guys, that contract expires. Exactly. So beautiful chef's kiss. Yeah. Good job, Raphael Stone. Um, yeah, yeah, that's why they're also reported to be targeting Brooke Lopez and Jakob Pertl. Brooke Lopez is in the high teens, maybe 20 million market. Jakob Pertl is more at like the 20, even slightly more, which makes sense because he's like 29. 
30, um, and Brooke Lopez is 35. Um, Toronto and the Spurs are Yaka Pearl's other biggest suitors. Spurs would be funny. Um, yeah, Spurs would be really funny with him and Raptors Randy. Raptors traded their first for him. Um, he just keeps bouncing. Spurs love Raptors his whole career. Yeah, the Spurs love waxing Masai. Masai got the one Kawhi trade, and he's about to get shit housed on the Thaddeus Young trade and the Yaka Pirtle <laughs> trade because he's like, "Oh, I cooked these guys. I got a ring." But yeah, the Rockets are in market for good vets. Um, there was a report that the Rockets are leaders for Kyle Kuzma, but that's a leverage play. I, I don't want to address right. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Rockets, good vets. They're going to get at least Van Vliet and someone else. Um, yeah, I'd imagine it's just Van Vliet, but we'll see. Yeah. Or Brolo or Pirtle. I think they will get a big. I doubt um, it's one of those two. I think Maybe available. I really doubt it's uh, Lopez, and I don't think they would trade for Capella. Capella's available for cheap. Um, Capella, DeAndre Hunter, and supposedly Jante Murray are all available. The Hawks really, really highly covet Pascal Siakam. But as of reports a couple days ago, nothing has since contradicted Pascal Siakam saying that he would not re-sign an extension with any team who trades for him. And he's on an expiring deal, so what are you going to do? He would be the biggest trade piece on the market. It makes so much sense for him to be traded, but it looks like it's just not happening. I love that for him. Stay in Toronto, get your Supermax like Bradley Beal, and then go get a ring. Because that's what Brad did. I genuinely think that he saw Brad Beal get his Supermax and then instantly take that contract to a team where he can go win a ring and knows that that can happen. Mm-hmm. And he knows that once he's on that bad contract, like the team will just send a Tobias Harris and crap to the Raptors. And he'll be able to go to a team that's like still got a lot going. Yeah. And that's a new thing, but I think he's very comfortable waiting his deal out and getting a super max. But I don't know if the rock the Raptors will pony up. It'll depend based on what happens this year. And if they lose Fed Van Vliet, then they're probably not going to win that much this year. Um they already picked up Gary Trent Jr.'s or did Gary Trent Jr. opt in? Gary Trent Jr. opted in for his 17 and a half million player option. Might have been 17.4, but I'm pretty sure it's 17. You can round it up to 18. Um so the Raptors are in flux. They've got too much going on to get a read. So all their reports just contradict. They're not worth talking about too much. Yeah. We have, um, like, they're just hard to judge. Do you want Draymond to Green. Quick hitters? Yeah, Draymond, Draymond Green. Green's a big name. I think I don't. he's just a warrior. I don't. People are talking about the Kings, right. and they're talking about Portland. Dame wants him in Portland. I don't think he goes anywhere. I doubt 100. it. I'll be so surprised if he's not a warrior, to be honest. Like, yeah. I don't even think it's – I don't know. Give me, give me 100 chips and nine here on the Warriors. Yeah. Um, Brooke Lopez, I think he stays with the Bucks. I think he's a Buck, yeah. At that deal. Chris Middleton. Same with Chris Middleton. He declined his $40 million player option, didn't he? Yeah, it'll probably just be a longer deal, if I have to guess. Yeah, longer deal, I think well under $40 million. D'Angelo Russell, we addressed, stays with the Lakers, yeah, I think. I think he stays with the Lakers. Jeremy Russell Grant. Westbrook. Oh, yeah, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, I think, stays with the Clippers. Yeah, it seems like he really fit there. It'll be fine to see him and Harden back together. Yeah. Honestly, I would like address a Harden asterisk, but I think independent of Harden. Yeah, probably. I he think it's less anywhere. likely if Harden is on the Clippers, but yeah, still I would favor them. Yeah, Jeremy Grant. All indications point to him resigning. 
I yeah. cannot stress enough how much I want him in Sacramento. Um, yeah. I I, I love it. So, so him and Kyle Kuzma, those predictions are going to go together because I think they're more intertwined than any yeah, two notable free honest. agents. Every team that goes for one will probably go for the other. So I think – the same deal. I think based on the fact that Portland is going to blow it up, that's something I have very strong convictions on. I think Portland blows it up. So I think Jeremy Grant goes – and I think Cal Kuzma goes to the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also sense. put the Grizzlies in. The Pacers are my if Cal Kuzma wants money prediction, and the Grizzlies are my if Cal Kuzma wants to go somewhere. Grizzlies sign and trade. Let's just make it happen, man. Yeah, yeah. Because we've that's been talking the... about on this show for a year. Yeah. Kyle um, Kuzma, Zaire Williams, Cavs sign and trade would be beautiful. Yeah. But that's going to be harder to pull off. Um, their salaries aren't as pretty. Honestly, um, these two could go anywhere. Miami, yeah. like Philly. Yeah. Honestly, any team that can get them should. Both so give me my grant prediction as the Kings, um, even though it's not perfect. I think Kuzma fits better there. But I, I still uh, – I could go either way on that. I like Grant for the defense more. Yeah, I don't think we'll I don't think Grant can go to a team like the Pacers because he can't dribble. He's been getting smoked to the Pistons, which would be very funny. That would be funny, and honestly, I'm not it's like Yaka Pertle just getting traded and coming I'm back. I'm honestly not opposed at all. Yeah, I'm not either. He works very, very well for them, but like, now that they have Cade and stuff, he yeah. makes more sense than he did. Yeah, I think the Pistons and Magic are two teams that are done waiting yeah like i think Except the systems like, are gonna chase the 11 seed i think the magic the only issue with value. those two is that they don't or if i'm them at least and it's similar with houston any vet you get any good player you get they bring the benefit of being a good player for a bad team mm. but the opportunity cost is um uh like development for all the young guys you already have. I don't think so that's the only issue. With teams More like so the for Magic than... and the Pistons and then Oklahoma the City last year um, is or the Cavaliers um, before the Spida trade or the Hornets before they got set back is once you've got your three or four guys in place, like you're fine. And so they know They've got Wendell, they know they've got Paolo, they know they've got Franz, and they know they've got Ant Black. Like, you can't have five stars, and no team that ever wins has yeah, their four best players so, within one year of age. What I'm saying more so is, let's say Orlando, for example. You already have six guys you want to start. You have Ant Black, Jalen Suggs, Markel Fultz at guards. And then you have Franz, Paolo, and um, Wendell are pretty locked in. Who are you replacing for this type of veteran or whatever? You know what I mean? Well, I don't. I like don't Detroit, mean that as a Jeremy sending... Grant team. No, I know, but I mean for any veteran, Detroit. You're not sending Cade, Ivy, or Asar to the bench, are you? I feel like I would never want to do that. Asar is a rookie. Then... Rookies don't have to start, even uh, if they're really good. Know. Look at Be- look at Benedict Matherin. He was the sixth pick, and he averaged like almost twenty points. I guess that's true. Um, but. What I'm saying is that's when you swing. Like the Cavs swung for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I but think... Jeremy Grant is much of a swing. No, I don't think so. But he's a 
he's a hole plugger, and it's like that meme with Master Splinter and the four Ninja Turtles as children. Yeah. No, that is that's yeah. In that way, it could work. I think you the bring only in issue is the amount of guys they have. You bring in already. four years of twenty-eight-year-old Kyle Kuzma or Jeremy Grant. I think he's twenty-nine. Um, Kuzma's twenty-seven. I think his birthday's in August. Um, but yeah, you bring them in for four years while all your players are twenty-two, and then they're entering their primes as Kuzma's still giving him your best years, and then that's when your championship window really opens up, and you get thirty-five million off of the books as your best player turns twenty-six. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty common. I'm surprised the Thunder didn't do it, but I think the Thunder are about to do it. I think the Magic could do it too. If Donovan Mitchell became available now, I bet you he'd be on the Orlando Magic. Yeah, I he came open a year later. I think they were dark horse, or I thought they were dark horse at the time too. I thought they were a dark horse Sabonis team, um, before so, Wendell emerged. That's interesting because Sabonis was only 25 when he got traded, which is something people don't acknowledge. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. That, yeah, um, <laughs> DeAndre Hunter is a target of the Pacers. The Pacers are targeting every wing. Also, as they should, to be honest, Max Struess. Max Struess is worth talking about. Him to the Pacers is very serious. Like once you get the years, um, million dollars, both yeah. reported, it seems like there's some serious stuff going on. Max Struess to the Pacers for three years, $48 million has seemed pretty, pretty not concrete, but like, yeah, it's farther, it's farther along than most things. Yeah. 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 So I think that's huge. Um, I think they kind of should do that. Like if you're a bad team and some stuff isn't working, like add a shooter. Yeah. It'll just open mm. things up for you guys. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Brooks to the Rockets. Lot sure. of smoke. I think I don't want to talk about Dylan Brooks. I really, yeah, we whatever. have to. I don't think he's <laughs> like you got to get adults in the room. But is that what Dylan Brooks even is? Just because he's like twenty six. He's more, yeah. He's more of like a, just he's like a ball stopper. Intensity. He's not yeah. an adult in the room in terms of maturity. It's more in terms of, or at least yeah. from what we know. I like mean, Van Vliet's kinda, a great leader. Yeah, more so in terms of like culture, identity. And that does make sense because that is the type of thing Houston is really seriously missing with the young core. Yeah. From all indications show that they just don't have that level of intensity, that level yeah. of maybe buy-in. I so mean, they, in that sense, it makes sense. But, they play like an AAU team with yeah. the chemistry of McDonald's All-Americans. Like, this kid from Alaska is playing with this kid from Compton, and they'll never see each other again until the green room, like, three years later. Mm-hmm. But they're on this. Exactly. Like, that's what Houston plays like. Like, exactly. I think Dylan Brooks is going to get underpaid, and we're going to talk smack about him, and I think he's going to be pretty good next year. Yeah, I don't think he's bad. Because he got the worst wake-up call possible. He was like, kind of... LeBron freaking James, like, that's like being eliminated by God. And, like, God tells you to go to the gym and read the Bible. Like, I think Dylan Brooks is going to be a different player. I don't think he's going to be a clown next year. I think he's going to be more motivated. Like, I think he's going to sign a one- or two-year deal. Unless a team like Houston says, here's 360. I think Brooks is going to sign a two-year deal with a player option. His role in the league is to just do what he did 
in Memphis for the mm-hmm. couple years before this year. Yeah. Which is get teams ready to take the next step. Yeah. I think he's going to be like – He's a guy that's actually going to be a part of the next step. In most he's cases. a really good defender. I don't know. He's I picture him defender. as like Trevor Ariza, but as a shot creator instead of a three-point spacer. And is that has shot creator, like mean, equal yeah. but different value. I mean, right? like, I don't think he's going to be like that. But on defense, I do he's think like he's all like defense that. level. Uh, I just mean on offense, I think he's yeah. at times a true negative. Not always, but... Yeah, because he's a ball stopper, but when his shot falls, like... I always yeah. say, like, if you want to get an indicator... He's worth having with, on a roster, but yeah. not relying on. If you want to get an indicator with no other stats about who's good, like, you look at minutes per game. Like, Dylan Brooks was getting on the floor, and then next to minutes a game, you look at field goals. And he was getting shots. And the Grizzlies' offense was bad, and they don't have good players. But shots are still shots, dude. Like, Brandon Clark didn't get those shots. Like, some good players, like Steven Adams, like, some good players didn't take those shots. Like, some fine players. I guess. Tyus Jones, like, I don't want to just read the Grizzlies roster, but, like, he got, like, he's taken shots. That's another thing, too. Because he's got experience creating his own shots and taking them. And who cares if he misses because you're the freaking Rockets. Um, I don't know who else is interested in Dylan Brooks. The list is short, I'm sure. Pacers yeah. interest me, um, but not that much. They're a year away from taking their leap. I think they're going to play next year, and then they're going to make their Donovan Mitchell trade. That sounds about right. Yeah, and Kuzma is not a player that would prevent you from doing that, and he would give not you clarity. Not at all. If anything, he would help um, that. Yeah, and he gives you clarity on what you want. Like, oh, Kuzma's good, so we know that we don't need – Someone to replace, like maybe exactly, like he can be a guy going forward. Yeah, maybe we need a shooting guard, or maybe we need a big because Miles yeah, Turner is still not locked in. Like a couple, like Long-term. a year from now, maybe we're like, okay, Tyrese Halliburton's the guy. Kuzma yeah. looked good; he can stay. Benedict Matherin is one of our cornerstones. Mm. Let's get like another wing forward, yeah. or maybe maybe Miles Turner doesn't work out a true big. Yeah, Kuzma could just kind of like settle things. Yeah, so I think Kuzma's a good GPS target for them. He'll find their way. Um, that's a good That's a good line. Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon has reported interest from the Lakers, Grizzlies, Suns, Bucks, and Trailblazers. Bucks makes the most sense to me, to be honest. The Clippers, yeah, the Clippers let him go um, because saving his $21 million would save them $110 million in luxury tax payment. Um, also, we talked about them with like James Harden. The Clippers have a move up their sleeve, and it could be not oh. giving the max to Paul George or Kawhi. Like, if, but a move is coming. <laughs> Some news just came. Some pretty funny, a little ridiculous news, in my opinion. Sacra- from Adrian Wojnarowski. Sacramento Kings forward Harrison Barnes, a key part of the franchise's rise into Western Conference contention, has agreed on a new three year. $54 million. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. That is terrible. <laughs> I'm sick. Check on your Kings fans, friends. Oh, no. I don't think Harrison Barnes is bad. I think oh. he should be on a different team that isn't the Kings. And I think they should have gone a year? forward. That is a little ridiculous to me. I kind of can't believe that just happened i'm upset hopefully this doesn't stop anything we were talking about then because they should still i mean if he's playing behind jeremy grant or kyle kuzma no but i uh 
because they're prioritizing Trey Lyles and they had like 30 something million. Oh, so well, my he's guess not is not prioritizing Trey Lyles and Harrison Barnes. Oh my God. They retain Barnes, they retain Lyles, and they um, extend slash give a raise to DeMontis Sabonis. And like, that's it. It's terrible. I would, I would throw up if I was. Oh my God. Fan. Going from, going from, oh, maybe we can get Jeremy Grant. Or Draymond Kyle, Green, uh, Miles Turner, or not Turner Bridges, whatever. Yeah. To Harrison Barnes is here making twenty million dollars for three more years, and we're paying Sabonis and Trey Lyles more. I don't even know what I would do. Ugh. I have to imagine this happened because they missed on other people. Because what else yeah. even is this? Maybe they heard that Cal Kuzma is really a rocket, and they shouldn't even. Yeah. I don't even know time. what else that would be. No, I've got no idea. There's just too many options for them to retain yeah, that's um, just... Harrison Barnes. Wow, Luckily, we didn't burn something. that much conversation time specifically on the Kings forwards. We talked about as Kuzma. much as I wanted to. Is J- I really wanted to also. <laughs> EJ Washington, a King, maybe not anymore. Yeah, see, that would have been another good one. That would have been fantastic. That would have been honestly one of the most perfect things I could imagine. Yeah, no, he's really good. He's low maintenance. He can. He's one of those guys who has a random forty point game, and it was on the Kings too. And he does it against all, the Kings. He does like it like when all, he dropped like ten threes. For the Kings. Yeah, he can fit the Kings fast style. Another big with ball skills to both Sabonis plays defense, helps space the floor. Like, uh, we'll see what happens with the Kings. I hope this is not it because that's sad, man. <laughs> But I think honestly, that's most of it. Is there anything else to touch on? Um, Eric Gordon, you think the Bucks are the best? I could see yeah, the Grizzlies. Yeah, the Bucks are the best. Grizzlies would be pretty cool. Um, Timberwolves could really those. use him. Oh, you think, Timberwolves! I heard. What do you think about the Timberwolves? Do you think they run it yeah. back with Mike Conley as their point guard? Yes, I but I, I don't want to talk about Ant, Cat, or Gobert. I think all of them come back. Yeah, I think so too. I, I don't heard even think they might be team. interested in. Ben Simmons again. Um, Is that I real? Know. I didn't hear that. I saw that somewhere, but I don't know if it's true. I feel like that would be something crazy. But, yeah. PJ Washington makes sense to a lot. The contract of Ben Simmons. Yeah, PJ Washington makes sense. He makes sense in so many places that it's almost not worth talking about. Yeah, he's just one of those guys. Like. Like, he is what the Hawks wanted out of John Collins or should have needed out of John Collins. Yeah, like exactly. Like, he would be a great target for the Rockets if they want some defense in their front court and more shooting. Um, He's like a poor man's outcome of Jabari Smith Jr., like, for the number three overall pick. Um, I think he'd be very, very got. I don't think it'll cost more than 20. And he's someone I'd be comfortable giving all four years. Yeah. Um. So, like... Minnesota, like literally any team. Literally any single team. Like I want him on the Wizards. I want him quite bad on the Wizards. Yeah, I want him everywhere. He's one of those teams you wish every team could just have that guy. Like tell me you wouldn't be excited about like PJ Washington, Daniel Gafford front court. I would be excited about PJ Washington, anyone front court. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um Cam Johnson. Not that he's like some superstar, but just you know. Cam Johnson is a player that's been getting so unbelievably much noise. Another, it, it another makes you want to throw guy. up. You want why to... people think that Cam Johnson is going to get like four years, one hundred twenty million? 
Yeah, that's ridiculous. But probably in the high teens, low twenties range, and also could go anywhere. Yeah. Young, but not like super He's young. Not young. He's like any timeline. Yeah, that's like the fits ten any timeline range. Like who's what we were just talking about. But yeah, he'll fit any timeline. He's just like not that. Ugh. Nets I are think he's the type that would match just, offer sheets up to four years, one hundred. Four years, one hundred is like the most I would give. Him. That's the most, yeah. That's like, the and I game. wouldn't feel good about it. That's like what a team like the Rockets should do. Yeah, I think he's another GPS player. Help get everything settled. Find um, who else? Seth Curry. I don't have Seth Curry news, but he's a free agent that's going to go somewhere. But he's just going to ring chase. Like Denver's going to lose Broods Brown. But they could pick up a shooter like Seth Curry. Um, yeah, Denver would love Max Truce, but he's out of their pay range. That'd be funny. Yeah. Um, I think that's most of it, honestly. Gabe Vincent. The Raptors are very interested in Gabe Vincent. Um, they're preparing for a world post-Van Vliet. Um, that just seems dumb to me. Why would yeah. you like... Gabe Vincent is like a semi-premium free agent oh grant williams grant williams is worth talking about even he would have been better i shouldn't say even he like grant williams is a good player he plays he plays defense and he can like body people on defense like he's not just a wing defender so that makes him i mean i'm not big on him but just as a defender he can pop shots and he's like defender and like occasionally he's only getting better i had him top 10 on my board i had him higher than Rui on my board Rui went like ninth um, yeah, that seems pretty, pretty comprehensive. I think we've I do like, player. he wanted a lot of money. I don't think he'll get more like 25 now means like 20. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect Grant Williams to be somewhere in that Cam Johnson range. And I would rather pay Grant Williams, honestly. I would not expect that or radically pay Grant he, Williams. He expects like 20. I think Cam will get more than him. Um, I if, like the Kings. The Kings would rather have Grant Williams. Uh, I don't. But think to be fair, Grant the Kings Williams have like the worst defense. In the I'm not gonna lie. I just don't think. Yeah, I think even though they have the worst defense in the league, I still feel like, like uh, I would still rather take Cam because I think he's honestly just a much better player. I can't lie. I don't think but, he's that much better. I think Grant Williams' defense is underrated. Have we said he's name, a great defender? Have we said the name of all thirty teams yet? I'm gonna look I up think. the list and make sure. I mean, we probably haven't actually. We but. we haven't said much about Oklahoma City because they don't ever do anything. Yeah, we don't. And mean, they I mean, keep really things close to the vest. There hasn't really been any talk about them. The Heat. We've talked about losing their free agency. Or who they'll lose in free agency? Probably Strews and Vincent, just because they're really targeting Dame. Otherwise, Struess probably for sure gone. I think Vincent is the one that they'll keep of the two. Caleb Martin's already under contract. Jimmy, Hero, at a bio under contract. Kyle Lowry is likely to be waived if he hasn't found a trade partner, uh, which is sad, but like he's making $30.5 million. Uh, he don't want to guarantee that, so what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about the Knicks. The Nets, we talked about Royce O'Neal and Dorian Finney-Smith. We talked about Cam Johnson offer sheets. Uh, I think they had a nice draft. The Bulls extended Vucevic for three years, 60. We didn't get to that yet. I uh, am saddened by it. What even it? Uh, 
it's just one of those things. Like they just keep doing what they're doing. I don't think it's a bad contract in a vacuum, but it doesn't do anything for them. Like, you know, what are the yeah. Bulls doing? Three twenty. It's what we've been saying about them for years. Yeah. If a team like the Bucks um, suffers an injury, like twenty million is not like so crazy. Where it's like, oh, we can get this guy and keep our run going because this is a magic year. Um, especially by the end of that, like twenty million, even two years from now, is going to be even lighter than it. Now it'll actually be like fifteen. Which players that make fifteen million are like Nas Reed and Daniel Gafford. Like those are guys that you can go and get. Um, yeah. We've touched on the Hornets, Pistons, Magic, Wizards. They've got a ton of space, but they're just blowing everything up. Uh, the yeah, Wolves have been reported to have interest in Monte Morris and DeLon Wright. The Wizards are shopping both of them. They'll probably keep one of them, but DeLon Wright and Monte Morris both on the market. And Tyus Jones, I'd imagine. Yeah. But they'll probably trade him they want. They would rather keep Tyus Jones of the three just because he's the best player. Um, yeah, and they I mean, just I would gotten him. They're seeking you know, draft compensation. You know me, I'd personally take DeLon over anything, any, any of those three. Wizard, I think they need a table set back, really bad. Um, yeah. And Tyus is not going to get was, them that much more because they're all expirings. If I was the Wizards, I would try to get off Monte this offseason, run into it with DeLon off the bench, Tyus starting. See if you can get Tyus' value high, trade him midseason, because that's probably when it will be the highest. And then you have Jordan Poole and Johnny Davis as the young guys and DeLon as the vet. I'm good with that. But Or Tyus Jones averaged 16-4-8 as a starter last year, won the majority of the games, and now that he's getting a starting opportunity for the first time, like getting the keys to himself, you just found your point guard for the next five years, and you got him in the building, and you just extended him to keep him around the whole year because you found a good player. Yeah, but I think that's think, like way. You know, I think Tyus Jones being on this team for more than one season is an outcome that no one's entertaining. Oh, it's very possible. I just think he would have more value. To I think it's really possible than he would to the Wizards. I don't know if he's actually that Especially awesome. Especially because there's Monte and Delon. If he's he actually that awesome, then you can get pick twenty five in a sign and trade. Not much harder than you can get pick twenty five, which is what you'll get at the deadline. Because the team knows they're getting 25 games and playoffs for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Warriors are preparing to lose Dante DiVincenzo. Um, we didn't talk about the Jazz. The John Collins trade doesn't move me. Jordan Clarkson opted in, which really surprised me. They have like no clarity. Still, yeah. um, they're going to try and win. But is there something else I wanted to say about Jordan Clarkson? I think there was. Uh, just like oh, that's it. Yeah, future. yeah. Exactly. Um, and that's every team pretty much because, sorry, Thunder. Pelicans, they don't really have any money. They're shopping Kyra Lewis. Kyra Lewis, you are a Washington Wizards. Yeah, you're a Wizard. You are a Washington Wizards. Welcome. The Pelicans they need a young will point love guard. Monte Morris. They would. They really would. <laughs> like Monte Not Morris. would. Will. Yeah, Monte Morris <laughs> is good for them. Like that works. Great for them. And Kyra Lewis Jr. is the young point guard that they need. I feel very comfortable about Kyra Lewis, Johnny Davis, Tyus Jones as your guard room. DeLon Wright can fetch somebody back. He won't necessarily be a point guard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they have like three big money contracts and then Jonas Valanciunas. So not much going on. CJ is like one of the worst contracts in the league, but I think he's going to bounce back. I don't yeah, think he'll that be he... Fine. He'll be like bad contract, good player. Yeah. Exactly. He'll be worth 20 making 33. 
and that's fine. Yeah, and like that's fine compared to other things. Yeah, it's not like he's not playing. That happens like very often. Most bad yep. contracts, most become bad contract, good player to the point yeah. where by the end of the contract, teams would want them. I think yeah. Tobias Harris is the best yep. example of that. I think teams would love Tobias Harris. Agreed. Um, Valanciunas, they're trying to move on from him. I don't blame them. They want a different big. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Gafford would be good for them, honestly. Jackson Hayes, his qualifying offer was declined. Is that right? Yeah, just free agent. So he'll be an unrestricted I mean, free we'll agent. Um, the Rockets are shopping Kenya Martin Jr. The Rockets are shopping Kenya Martin Jr. to create even more money because $2 million isn't enough. So maybe they can get Van Vliet, <laughs> Jakob Warbrook, and Dylan Brooks. I think clogging up their wing room is stupid. Especially for yeah, a third so 1.1 assist per game. Like, how are you going to have Tari, Jabari Smith, and Dylan Brooks play a combined 95 minutes and average 1.1? And Cam Whitmore. All four of those guys are going to average 1.1 assists each. And they're going to play all 96 minutes of your forwards. <laughs> yeah. Terrible, Pretty, terrible, terrible. Lot, or Kyle Kuzma. Lot, Kyle Kuzma only passed I because he had 30% usage. The Kyle Kuzma. No, he's a good passer, but I really... He, I mean, he we're is now. On this. He's he not those now. guys. Um, he is a good passer now. Like, legitimately yeah. good. Mavericks were reportedly quite interested in Andre Drummond, but he surprisingly opted in to like his like $4.5 million player option to stay with the Bulls. So, mm-hmm. locked in. They got the best backup in the league, <laughs> which is really going to help yeah. them go 39 and 43. Yeah, big deal. Um, we have said all thirty teams' names. Yep, perfect. All right, and we did it in fifty-seven minutes. Thank y'all for listening. My name's Hush. Under an hour, always the goal. Wow, thirty teams, fifty-seven minutes. Put some, put some respect on our names. Yep, y'all are welcome. One hours from now. Talk soon. See y'all. Yep. Peace.